QD, hi QD, hi. Hi QD, hi QD, hi QD, hi. Hi QD, hi QD, hi QD, hi. Hi QD, hi QD, hi QD, hi. You're peeking in the microphone. Hi QD, hi QD, hi QD, hi. Hi QD, hi QD, hi QD, hi. We never know how to start these things. Hi QD. Hey sweetie. Hi QD. You know what's cool? What? I just went to Apple Podcasts. Yeah. Just because I want to check out ours, I was going to look it up. What did you see? I clicked on the little podcast icon on my MacBook. And? And on the front page. What'd you do? I scrolled down. Okay. And I saw that we were on the front page. Front page of the news? We were on the front page, our uh, podcast. Of the Apple podcast? Yeah. Under Good for the Soul. <gasps> Cutie. Congratulations. Congratulations to you too. Thank you, Cutie. And, and thanks to our fans. Thank you guys for listening and for saying that we're good for the soul. That is extremely cool That's that so we sweet. actually have enough fans listening now that we made it to the homepage of Apple and we just want to say that is so awesome. That's honestly cute as shit. It's so cute. Like that's the cutest thing I've ever heard. Thank you guys for getting riled up with that's, us. That's the cutest thing I've heard in 2020. That's it probably is the best news of good 2020. Good for the soul? Yeah, good for like, the soul. Like that's adorable. It is adorable because you know, we like to keep our, our podcast super fun and lighthearted in, in these times. And and it's a podcast considered good for the soul. Oh. It's cute, huh? I'm obsessed. I'm obsessed what else too. is good for the soul? Uh, you mean podcast wise or what? No. Chicken soup. Oh, true. Chicken soup for the soul. Teenage soul. Yeah. Do you? One time I went to a bookstore. Yeah. And I really, really wanted to buy uh, chicken soup for the teenage soul. And I walked in. I was so confident. And the guy in the back of the bookstore was like, hey, what can I help you with? Like from pretty far away in front of everyone. He's like, can I help you find something? And I yell back at him and I go, yeah, where's a uh, teenage soup for the chicken soul? <laughs> and I was like, and I didn't. I <laughs> teenage soup for the chicken soul. That's what came out. I mean, I get it. I get how you mix that up. That is hilarious. What <laughs> but I say? yelled it across the bookstore, like so confidently too. He's like, he's like this like hot surfer guy that worked at the bookstore. Hey, what's up? What can I help you with? Can I help you find anything? Yeah. Teenage soup for the chicken soul. Holy Chick shit. I got a chicken soul, guys. Well, you won't believe this, but... <laughs> Guess how many copies that book has sold? Oh, no. So so hang on. A man mm -hmm. wrote a book, yeah. and it's a feel-good, cute little book, right? Is it good for the soul? This guy just this guy wrote a book that he's like, this is cute. I really, I cross my fingers. I hope this is a success yeah. so I can stop working this day job or whatever, right? Yeah. Guess how many books he sold? <sighs> is it more than Twilight? Let me look that up. Hang on. I need to know if this... Christian book sold more than than a a romantic vampire novel. <laughs> um, t -t 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 hold up, I will find out right now. How about um, chicken soup for they, the vampire soul? They, oh, that's a good idea. Chicken soup for the twilight soul. I like vampire soul. Chicken <laughs> soup for the vampire soul. That's amazing. <laughs> okay, so wow, I think they're this... they're they're pretty much tied. Really? They're like they're like they're like neck and neck. I don't have exact numbers, but I have the about figure for Twilight. Let's okay. go let's go back. What's your guess on chicken soup for the soul? How many books did they sell? Now, if I came out with a book and I sold a hundred thousand copies, I would be stoked. Oh. If I came out with a book and I sold a million copies, I'm the man. Okay. Right? I'm like, I'm the guy. They're like, yeah. dude, there's Matt Cutchell. He sold that book. He sold a million copies he of his sold book, that book, Vampire Soul. Vampire Soul. <laughs> Matt, we love Vampire Soul. So imagine how cool that is for me. Right. Okay. How uh, many? <laughs> I think it sold uh, 300 million copies. Wow. You're really. Wait a second. Oh, no way. Hang on. I'm just now reading this. So it sold 110 million in the U.S. and Canada. I'm I might cry right now. What? It sold 500 million copies worldwide. Oh my god. 500 This guy wrote a book What's his that name? sold 500 million copies worldwide. That's a half a billion books sold 
of have this you, one book. Have you ever read that book? No, is it good? I've never read it. I mean, it has to be amazing, right? They didn't have it at the bookstore. <laughs> you mean the teenage soup? Oh, and you know what else? His response. Here's the best part. The best part was that the guy who was like, what can I help you with? And I said, where's, do you guys have teenage soup for the chicken soul? And he just went, never. And then I walked out. Never? He just said, never. He probably thought you were joking. I um, don't know. His response was never. And that is a hilarious response to that question. Never. He okay. goes, never. And I was like, okay. And I walked back out and got my mom's car. And she goes, did they have it? And I said, no. He said, never. They didn't have the teenage soup. There's like, oh. there's three writers or three authors, Jack Canfield, Sharon Wolmuth, Wolmuth, and Mark Victor Hansen. Okay, well, I just so, want to ask those three people a question. Yeah. Can I borrow some money? I, I mean, let me see how much this, this book is made. Can I borrow some money, guys? Can I borrow $40,000? <laughs> Do authors make a lot of money? I mean, when you sell like that. Well, no yeah. shit. If you sell bags of poop for that amount, that many bags of poop, you would. That's true. But like, if you're just a, if you're an author, yeah, and you sell a hundred thousand copies of a book, are you are you raking in dough? I mean, think about this: a hundred thousand times ten dollars a book. If it's ten bucks, that's a million dollars. So ten dollars a book. So if they sold it, and for, books are thirty bucks. Well, that's what usually. I'm saying. So let's well, just let's just say let's just say they sold it for thirty dollars per book. Actually, that's no, books three million dollars. I don't know what their deal would be with like the bookstores or whatever, but if they even make half that, mm -hmm. they made $1.5 million off selling mm -hmm. 100,000 books. Mm -hmm. These guys who wrote Chicken Soup for the Soul, I mean, if they sold 500 million copies, they made a few billion dollars. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So anyway, that's just insane. Yeah. Well, in other news. Yeah. This is a segment I'm making up called The Frickin' News, okay? So I was scrolling through my Apple phone, uh -huh. Apple News popped up, and it was CNN, and it was rats affected by, by the pandemic. Sick. Now, you would never think this because rats are just rats doing their own thing. Yeah. But it trickles down. This yeah. pandemic trickles down to even the rats because it was saying now that restaurants are closed, they're not throwing out leftover food that sits in the dumpster. So these rats can't go to the dumpster to find I'm, food to feed their families. I'm sickened. So now armies of rats are moving and they're taking over other locations that have food. They need chicken soup for the rat soul. They need chicken soup for the rat soul. This comes back full circle. Wait, okay. So here's what... Well, first of all, why does that make me sad for the rats? They're confused. They, well, they don't know what a global pandemic is. They're just like, oh, I guess we don't have food anymore. Yeah. And so they're just scouring the streets. They're scouring the streets. New York City and Washington, D.C. are both very affected. Wow. And it, 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 like there's videos online where you just see like hundreds of rats running around the streets of New York City. I'm so... Bleh. Because there aren't people out, so they're not scared. And they're just running all over looking for looking for food. I actually cannot. That was a CNN breaking news. We should have rat news. Yeah, just we called rat start, news. Yeah, rat news. The worst segment ever. This was a fun article. <laughs> rat news. <laughs> um, another freaking news. This is a really, this article, <laughs> you're going to be sad. This is funny to me. You're going to think it's sad. I'm already sad. A 64-year-old man. Here's the headline. <laughs> oh, no. A 64-year-old man accidentally ejected himself out of a fighter jet at 2,500 feet. I'm like, how does a 64-year-old man accidentally do this? Wait, what? So I click on the article, and apparently this is what happened. His buddies at his firm wanted to surprise him with, like, some birthday gift. Wait, did this guy die? N no, it's, it's a happy ending. But listen. Okay. Oh, God. <laughs> they wanted to surprise him with the gift. <laughs> so they all pitched in, and they got him a ride-along with a fighter jet pilot. Okay. So he got to sit behind the fighter jet in like the back seat, right? Yeah. They, they presented, they, um, it, was a, it was a surprise. So he didn't know <laughs> until he showed up. So okay. the 64-year-old man shows up and they're like, hey, and he meets at this field and it's where he was going to fly with a fighter jet. Okay. 
he was too scared to say anything because he was so happy that they all pitched in for a gift, but he did not want to do this. No. He's like, I don't want to do this. No. So he went for it anyway, gets on this fighter jet, and um, he took three short classes on, like, he went on uh, a couple training uh, simulations where you're just sitting in the jet and they show you if anything happens, you pull this eject thing, if you do this, whatever, right? So he went through that. He goes for his flight they hit 2,500 feet and the jet <laughs> pulls up to do like something crazy with this guy in it. No. So the man freaks out and he pulls the lever. He, he, he grabs <laughs> onto the eject lever like to hang on to it. No. And he pulled it back and he ejected himself from the fighter jet. So there's a photo of it. You see the man in the, in no, the air. No, no. And his no. parachute deploys. Oh, so we had a parachute on. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Oh, no, they I have just to. thought... I just thought he just got ejected out without like. Oh safety. no! <laughs> oh, I was like, how did he not die? No, wait, he shot himself out. Okay, now I feel better. I didn't want to laugh at this before, no. but now I'm laughing. This poor 64 year old man is panicked for his life, and so he's like, "Oh, I, oh no, we're gonna do a loop or whatever," and grabs onto something for his dear life. What happens <laughs> to be a lever? Imagine what goes on in his head when he shoots out of the jet. And there's a picture of him at like 2,500 feet and he just flings out of the jet. Show me. And then his, and then his parachute deploys and then he lands in a field and it said he, he only had minor, in- minor injuries. Oh, 64? I, oh my God. I can't even go on like the incredible, Incredicoaster at Disneyland like without holding on for dear life. Like imagine being in a fighter jet. Show me the photo. This is one of them, but that's that's him coming down on the field. Uh, is he upside down? Oh, no, no, no. Those no. aren't his legs. Oh, it also said that to make it even worse, he didn't have his helmet secured properly, so his helmet flew off immediately. And so this guy has no helmet on. Oh, my God. And imagine, imagine the training that he was in before where they're like, <laughs> make sure to keep your helmet on. And like, worst case scenario, if the jet's going down, you pull this to eject. That's so sad. That poor guy. I'm like sad for him. What a headline. 64-year-old man accidentally ejected himself out of a fighter jet at 2,500 feet. So anyway, uh, that's it for the freaking news. Wow. That is some freaking news. Isn't that insane? You know what's interesting? Can I talk about something real quick? Sure. The other day, I was talking to Duck Leary, my mm-hmm. old bandmate and my good buddy. Oh, yeah. Good buddy. Who I do music with. Mm-hmm. I was in a band back in the day. We know that. It Boys. And... Duck said something about doing like another It Boy song or whatever, like just just for fun. We're like, what if we released a random It Boy song? I think you should. You guys are amazing. Thanks, sweetie. And I went to our Spotify mm-hmm. and we're cruising right now. Which is so crazy because you haven't put out a song since like 2015. 2011. Oh. Our last song we put out was 2011. 2011. So here's what happened. About three months ago. I get a random text from a, from an old friend in Oregon. And she says, she goes, Oh my God. She goes, my daughter, I was taking my daughter to school and my daughter started playing it boys. Guys don't like me. And then obviously Elisa, the mom knows me. She's my friend. And she goes to her daughter, how do you know this song? Wow. And she's like, she goes, oh, it's huge on Gotcha Life. Apparently, there's this game called Gotcha Life. Oh, yeah. And then oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. you the showed mom, me the, the game. And yeah. it was like anime character. It's like an anime. It's like a little, it's like a Japanese anime uh, thing. I, I, to be honest, I don't even know exactly yeah. what it is. And then this little girl goes, oh, yeah, it's, it's a song that all the kids use in Gotcha Life. That's amazing. And I was like, what is that? I have to know. And apparently, for somehow, our, in the midst of the crazy internet, our song got onto Gotcha Life. Somehow, years later, our song was resurrected and put into some video game called Gotcha Life that like eleven year old kids life. that eleven year old kids are playing, and it's we're getting like one hundred thirty thousand monthly listeners still on on Spotify. Wow! And our song what's guy, good for Spotify? Like, what does a good person have? I'm. What do you mean by good? Like Post Malone? No, no, no. Like, yeah. Like Post Malone is well, he has the most top, and he's like a fifty to sixty thousand, or sorry, fifty to sixty million monthly listeners. So 100,000 is a lot though for someone who hasn't no, put music out. It's insane. I'm like, just th- trying to give perspective. Oh yeah, no, for perspective. Because nobody knows what Spotify, like I, okay, I would never know good that. Good example. If- a lot of the emo bands that I love, like this band Emery, yeah. they get less than we do. 
Wow. There's like a lot of bands. And they're actually putting music out. And they put music out all the time and they tour. So like there's a lot of bands out there. It's also hard because Spotify listeners are people that listen to like pop music probably and hip hop and like stuff like that. So we were just thinking like how fun to say nothing and just suddenly put out another song. You should do that. Years later. Like, I mean, what, 10 years later almost? Yeah. That'd be fun. That would be so fun. Mm-hmm. Can I sing on it, cutie? <sighs> if, if we have a part for a girl, then yeah, I guess. Can I be the singer? Do you want to be? You want to be featured? Yes, please. All right. Thank you. Yeah. Why not? One of my life goals is to be a pop star. I know. I'll do tell it me, someday. Tell me about that. If you could be anything else aside from an actress, pop you'd star. be a pop star. Yeah. Whose career would you want of any pop star? If you could, okay, you don't snap your fingers and, re, and you are them. You snap your fingers and you can have their career. Whose career is it right now? Maybe Katy Perry. I love that. But like. That's a phenomenal choice. Yeah, but I'm not them. Like, it's not like I'm no, saying not I want to be Katy Perry. I think like her, but I think her life and everything she's done is things that I would want to do. Like, I love dressing up and being silly and you know whatever dancing around and just being silly um and she gets it she's like the epitome of like a silly pop star in a good way she i mean she also has an incredible voice and then she gets to host or do american idol which is so freaking fun yeah that's so cool i mean she could probably do a bunch more shit she just is like busy with other stuff but yeah i think that would be cool I would. I can't even think of other pop stars right now, though. I, well, you know who I who I would switch places with, mm-hmm. or not, or you know whose career I would take as a female artist is Rihanna. I would love that's if good. I could if I if I could snap my fingers become a woman, a woman pop star. Yeah, I would want to have Rihanna's career. If that. I could snap my fingers and have a guy's career, Justin Post Timberlake. Post Malone Timberlake. Post Malone, Post Malone Timberlake. Yeah. Timberlake, he had a phenomenal. He has had a phenomenal career. The boy band thing, I love it. Legendary boy band, so great. Even though, I am a Backstreet Boys fan over in sync. I am. I want it that way. It is possibly so the best song of all time. Yeah, it's so good. And also, remember the other night when we were trying to do a drunk podcast yes. that just didn't work out. Oh yeah. And we listened to "I Want It That Way." It's so good. It is just such a damn good song. It just sounds so good. But what are the lyrics? I never want to hear you say, I want it that way. No. What are no. they talking about? Okay. Please but explain. I don't know either. But I want it that. But there was like that one part. You want me to read some of it? No. Okay, you read it. Because I, I have. I have something to say to you. You are my fire, the one. Like what a hot song. But but listen though, believe when I say I want. Okay, so believe when I say I want it that way. That could be anything. That's fine. I get that. We're two worlds apart. He can't reach to your heart. Okay. It's not this song. What do you mean? It is this song. Tell me why he goes. I never want to. I never want to hear you say, "I want it that way." Okay. So why not? Can you please interpret this? What he wants? He never wants to hear someone say, "I want it that way." What does that mean? I think it just rhymes. It might just rhyme. Yeah. I never want to hear you say, I want it that way. Yeah. Way and say. Yeah, but like, what else could it have been, though? Like, I never want to hear you say, let's do this my my way. way. I like that better. 
You know, I never that makes sense. I never want to hear you say, let's do this my way. See, that's more, um, yeah, that's more aggressive. And that you wouldn't want to hear your chick say, I, I want to do this my way. Yeah. But when they're like, I never want to use it. I want it that way. I want it that way. Yeah. That I just, way. I just, I can't figure, like, no one has ever questioned these lyrics. I think we should just post the drunk podcast that we did the other night. Do you guys want to hear the drunk podcast? We were yeah. both hammered. Yeah. Oh my God. Yes. Yeah. Well, we they want, want it. The podcast. They want it. Yeah. We were both hammered. And we said, hey, let's podcast right now. Let's just talk about what's I on our mind. A, I think it would be funny. We should at least listen to it. We should listen to it. Where is it? Is it on this card? Please tell me you didn't delete it. Did you delete There's it? There's a chance I deleted it. No, cutie, no. But I didn't empty my trash. That's what she said. I just got a text from my lawyer. Oh, God. It just says, I ignored his phone call because I'm podcasting right now. And he just says, calling to make you and me some money. You should call him back. Let's get back to the podcast <laughs> later. No, but here's the thing. Brian Shaw, if you're listening to this, I'll call you back. But what a lawyer, th what an <laughs> entertainment lawyer thing to say. Yeah. Calling to make us money. Call me back. Wow. So funny. He's hilarious. He's, he's a maniac. He's an actual hilarious maniac. This guy's a maniac. I have a segment I want to, I want to ask you. Okay, great. <laughs> <laughs> this is a segment called. What would you do if? I love this. Okay. What would you do? Honestly. And I thought about this from last night. If I sent a full nude into a group chat of all our friends. You did last night. Yeah, but that wasn't me. Okay. Not, I'm saying me. Like a oh, full nude of me. you sent a full me. nude of yourself. So we were all joking around and our friend Soph said send a nude or whatever. Uh -huh. And so I found a guy that looks like me it looks like a 17 year old version of you which was creepy yeah it was like a young it was like a young version of me and i was like this is hilarious and i sent it to the group chat and i said me at 17 and then so like freaked out I was like oh my god is that really you holy shit she was like freaking <laughs> out now here's my question you as my fiance what would you actually do if i had sent a like not not like like that nude it was literally a nude of this dude, like, with his ass to the camera, looking back, and there were, like, balls hanging down. If you sent that exact photo of yourself? That exact one. I mean, so here's the thing. If it was, like, a full frontal nude, yeah, I would be, like, not mad, but I would be like, cutie, you can't do that. Like, what if they send it to someone? Yeah. Like, I would say, you, you shouldn't do that. Yeah. But this one... If you sent the exact photo, it was just more butt and a little bit of ball action and then a very dark, can't really see the penis. Yeah. So like, and you send pictures like that all the time. Yeah. You, I mean, you send pictures of your ass to your friends. So like, I wouldn't be surprised and I would be fine with it. But I think, yeah, I was going to say, look, first of all, if you sent like a straight up picture of your full frontal nudity yeah i'd be like you shouldn't do that yeah that's kind of what i expected for your answer to be yeah i feel like you you would laugh and be like cutie don't cutie don't send full frontal yeah like send like turn around show your butt or something like yeah because your butt is like your butt yeah okay so we asked our fans uh ariel Aging out ariel asked asked her female audience hey girls Now's your chance to ask a guy any question that you want. So Ariel's going to look for some of the best questions. I mean, I of have these, one right of these here. girls asking me. Okay, go ahead. Let's just go ahead right away. Why do men hold their penis while brushing their teeth? Oh my god, it's a great question. It's great because that I comes do too. all the way from Romy CLU. All right, hang on. Let me see. I'm going to stand up for Why this. Why the hell? Okay, Matt's doing a demonstration. You always so, hold your penis when you brush your teeth. Let me think. Okay, so I brush Men with my... Men always just hold their penis anyways. If you had a penis, you'd hold it too. Penis. It's fun because it's squishy. It's like a, it's like a little hose. Um, your balls are squishy. It's just fun. I don't know. It's just fun to squeeze. <laughs> Literally, the next question is, why is touching your balls a thing? 
Okay, let me try to explain this for the girls out there. Okay, explain. What, like, what, Okay, why? Here's, here's my first question to you. Okay. Do you ever just squeeze your boobs? Never. Oh. Um, Never. Maybe, well, they're, they're not, pl- okay, so, okay, here's why. Our hands dangle down right by our junk, okay? Okay. So our hands are laying there. And sometimes I grab my ass. Sometimes, you do grab your ass sometimes. Sometimes I just kind of like I feel around. Yeah, you cup your ass I, a little bit. And I like I I poke it. Or I like I like I just give it like a little jiggle. Yeah. Sometimes I just jiggle my ass. Cuz it's cuz your ass is kind of hand level. So our junk is hand level. Okay. And when you're resting your hand instead of it just sitting there doing nothing, we go to like what we can grab onto, which that's is our junk. So weird. That's that's my explanation. What if you just saw like what would you actually do if I constantly brushed my teeth and held onto my my puss. Your vagina? Yeah. I would eventually, if I, if I like noticed it. Like, if I it, literally just was like, I was just cupping cupping my vagina. I don't think I'd say anything because people that you are, would Yes, you would. You'd be like, why are you doing that? Well, because it would be out of the normal. If, I, if, if for as long as I've known you, you did it, I would just think, oh, she's just doing what guys do when, when they brush their teeth. Ew. I don't know. That's why I do it. I did, there's no other reason. It doesn't necessarily feel good. Guys just have it there and it's squishy and your hand just goes there because it's something to grab onto and instead of keeping your hand just dangling there. All right. Well, that's okay. There's your, there it is. What's the next one? Um, no, it's your turn. Oh, well, let me go. Let me go find it. Okay. Ready? Mm-hmm. This question says, do women care about a man's fitness level? Is that from a guy? Is that a question from it's a from guy? It's a question from a guy. Okay. This man wants to know from you because he's too embarrassed to ask his girlfriends. Okay. Maybe he's a little bit out of shape. Okay. And he's saying, do women care about a man's fitness level? What's your response to that? I think it depends on the girl. But for me personally, and I know a lot of girls and a lot of women that I know, they care about the guy that he is taking care of himself more than like, can he freaking lift a couch or something? You know what I mean? Like, I don't care if you can like lift something up as long as you take care of yourself. If you're not eating McDonald's every day and sitting on the couch, holding your balls and brushing your teeth, you know, totally. Like if you're, if I see that you're like eating a healthy salad and Maybe like you can do a few push-ups. That's better than something. And it's just okay. you know, there, there. It's like a, it's like a, like, it's, a, it's, it's taking, a feel for like a drive. Okay. You know, yeah. You, you're like, oh, that's a driven dude. That's a driven person. I like that. Can, um, can I jump into another one really quick? Because it kind of piggybacks on that. Sure. Kind of. Mm-hmm. Uh, this guy says, "How much can you tell about a man based on the shoes that he's wearing?" <laughs> And I a think, and, and really think about that. Oh, it's a lot. So dive in. What, well, what, would, okay. that, what would that mean? Shh. Okay. Well, oh God. Well, I'm the wrong person to be asking about this mm-hmm. because shoes matter for some reason. I think everyone should invest in a cool pair of shoes, whatever cool is to you, mm-hmm. whether that's like a pair of Vans or like, um, what's it called? Uh, Converse or like a cool boot because that's chicks. Look at shoes. That's, this is very interesting because I didn't know that. Oh, well, here's the thing. Yeah. If I am out somewhere and a guy is like trying to hit on me from afar and he's wearing a really cute outfit and then he's wearing like sandals. Oh. With jeans. Okay. I'm going to be like, what happened? Got it. Or like a, just a bad, like, like Tom's. I'm sorry to okay. anyone who wears Tom's. Okay. Tom's is a great cause, but Tom's have got to go. Buy Tom's and then give them away. Okay. Buy Tom's because it's a good cause, but give them away because that's a good cause too. Yeah. So, so why don't we do this? Give the gents a tip on what shoes you think are cute. I think a very classic good shoe is a Converse. And if they don't feel good because you have high arches and you need more support, um, then like a cool, sleek, black Nike. Okay. 
like a black Nike free, a all black, black Nike, Nike free. free. Um, or you could wear like what are those ones? No, the rag and bone. The, oh the, yeah, yeah, the, yeah. Rag and bone makes like a high top leather Converse yes. style shoe. That's like white or black or brown basic shoe. So cute. So good. And you just like dress them up, dress them down. You can wear them all day, every day. Yeah. And you look like a hot dude. I, by the way, those rag and bone shoes are the favorite shoes that I've ever had. Yes. They're in, they're extremely comfortable. They're they so cute. They feel like a basketball shoe, like that comfortable. Yeah. And they look good. I will wear them with slacks and a button up shirt like in Vegas, or I'll wear them with jeans and a white t-shirt. Yeah. So uh, for the guys out there, rag and bone makes really good all leather Converse type shoes. I have a great question. Go ahead. I've never thought about this. All of my questions are about your balls. Okay, geez. Okay. So where do guys put their balls when they're pooping? Do they put them in the bowl on the seat? Question mark? <laughs> where do they go? Do they dangle? Okay, what if listen. you have really long balls? Do they touch okay. the water? Yes. I, no. Okay, no. Now listen. I have a friend. No. Uh, my, my buddy Chris back in high school had really long balls. I'm going to And I swear to God. Into this his microphone. His AIM, his AIM messenger name was Long Balls uh, 80, 85 or 84 or something like that, right? Long oh, Balls 84. my God. He was one of my best friends growing up and he had really long balls. Like really, really long balls <laughs> that went like probably... A few inches from his knee. So long. And he had to hold his balls in his hand when he was taking a shit because they would hit the water. No. I think the majority of guys and like the majority of like my guy friends that just have, you know, the standard. Standard ball. Standard ball. It doesn't hit the water. It could also depend on your toilet and your water level. I've never had a problem with my balls hitting the water. They hover by quite a few inches from the actual water. So I let them free hang. Oh, my God. But also think about this. What if a guy has a massive wiener? Like, like, what if he I has can't. Okay, a massive? That's not the question. OK. Oh, God, cutie. You got another one for me? It just dangles in the water. It just splashes around. It just goes in for a, a dip. Oh, no, they got to hold it up. OK, this this guy asks. He's asking you. Do I tell the girl that I'm in love with who happens to only be my friend, my feelings for her? Yes. OK. That answers that. And and why? A quick explanation why. Quick, quick explanation would be that if you truly are in love with this person, then the risk is worth it because something will come out and you'll either be able to move on with your life and you'll be able to move on and go find somebody else if it's if she doesn't reciprocate or she might come around later and at least she knows. Yeah. Or she says, oh, interesting. I never thought that you felt like that about me. And then you guys make out and then you start dating. <laughs> I mean, the thing you, is, is, you just you never know until you take the shot. Yeah. You so have why to. let that person drift out of your life? Now, if you just want to like boink the girl and you're like, I love you. That's stupid. Don't fuck with feelings. Yeah, don't. Yeah, but if I you agree. are like, shit, I am so in love with her, but like, we've always just been homies. Say something. Okay. Yeah. I like that. You got a question cued for me or, or should I dive in? I sure do. Okay, go ahead. Do guys care when you don't have a body like a model? Some rolls, no thick ass, etc. Wait, no thick ass? Like, thick ass. Okay, so wait, she wait, she's saying She's saying, do you guys care if you don't have a body like a model? Because all models have a tick ass. I'm at, okay. Listen. Some roles. Every every guy has his own preference, okay? Totally. There's guys who like super thick girls. There's guys who like super thin girls. There's guys who like Big tits and small tits and big ass and small ass and short girls and tall girls. There's something for everybody. So there's something for everybody. I like so to answer that question is there's somebody for you. If you are a specific body type, there is a guy who likes that body type and will go for you. Yeah. If you're not feeling confident in your body type right now, then, you know, you can try to, you know, you can eat better. You can exercise. You can do, you know, there's things that you can do to get the body that you want. I think it's all about what you want. It's all about. I agree. May, if you feel comfortable 
with, like she says, her roles. If you feel comfortable with your roles, then girl, chill, be you and and uh, live your life that way. You know, I love it. So, you know, it's it's hard to answer that question because no. So the answer is no. Not every guy is looking for a, you know, what a standard model's body would be. Are independent women intimidating? Yes. Well, I'm going to say yes and no. Mm-hmm. If it's an independent woman who has all the same masculine qualities as me as a guy, no, where why would why would that have to well, be? Well, listen, I'm trying to explain right now. Okay, there are women who are independent, but are, who who are still feminine. Mm-hmm. You are one of them, Ariel. You mm-hmm. are a very independent woman. You have your own career, your own job, your own money. You have all your own shit, but you're still feminine. I've I know of boss ass chicks who act like masculine in their independence. Yeah. Like, uh-uh, they, you don't got to hold the door for me. I'm I, like, I, like I'm a boss ass woman or, yeah. or like, no, you don't pay for my meal. Like there's still gotta be a little bit of like chivalry of me being a guy. Yeah. You want to, like, I want to, let me open the door for you. Yeah. Let me, let me take you out and let me pay for a meal. Like, let me open the, the car door for you. Like, I still want to be a gentleman. Yeah. And sometimes I have seen, and this is, this is, by the way, by no means everybody, but I have seen like badass independent women who are so independent that they, they like don't get even get offended. They get offended if you do the chivalry thing, like, well, let me pay for the meal because they go, uh uh-uh, uh, I got this. I got my own shit. And it's like, you know, I, I okay, obviously, like I said, do you, but. I think, why wouldn't you want to be taken out and treated to something nice? Like, if a guy, I love being taken on a date, like going yeah. on a date and having a guy pay for your meal. It's like cute and it is cute. It's fun. And the guy picked you up and takes you out and then you go on a little date. Like, it's so cute. And I've, I have actually heard from a lot of guys, not just you, that sometimes girls, are like offended when they try and do that kind of stuff. And it's just a big turnoff. Yeah. But then, I mean, who knows? There might but, be guys the way, out there that are turned on by that. And, and girls, there is a difference between being an independent and financially stable and like boss ass girl and allowing your man to still do things for you. And someone who is just like, I'm paying because I have money and blah, blah. Like you don't always have to prove that. Like yeah. if a guy wants to take you on a date, let him pay. But then there's also the opposite where some girls, you know, take advantage of the system, like like the old school system where like the guy is supposed to pay and then they fall in a habit of they go like the guy takes him out one time and pays and then they get in a relationship and then literally just it's always the guy paying. So I think it depends on what works for you, too. Everyone's different. There's some relationships where the guys always pay. There's some relationships but where they split. But we want your opinion. My opinion is girls let... Oh, well, I mean, it goes... We. My opinion goes all the way back to the... What was the question? I don't remember. Exactly. <laughs> we started ranting, so I don't. I forgot what it was. Uh, this is obviously from a guy to Ariel. Do girls like bad boys or is that just a myth? Do nice guys really finish last? I have a question about nice guys finishing last. Sure. Tell you what, nice guys finish last in the bed, if you know what I'm saying. I'm going to go now. <laughs> I have to leave. <laughs> what does that even mean? I'll tell you exactly what it means. Okay. I'm going to explain this when they say Are nice guys finish nice last. Are you the nice guy in our relationship? Um, maybe. Well, to be honest, I'll be, I'll be real with you. I wasn't thinking about our relationship specifically. Okay. I was thinking about my dating in the past. Okay. Now... Night. What the 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 term "nice guys finishing last" would mean? A guy who is who he thinks this girl is pretty. He asks her out. He's very sweet to her, and he asks her out. He gets her number and he texts her when he wants to and when he feels like it. And and she doesn't respond. And he's like, man, like why is she not responding to me? But then he sees her out, and then this, and then he's still, hey, what's up? And he's still super nice to her. That's the nice guy that typically turns off the girl. Okay. The bad boy would go up and get the number and then she would text him and he wouldn't text back. Okay. And he would act not not interested and he'd go do his own thing and then he'd be seen with another girl and he might be seen making out with another girl. It's the guy who doesn't give a shit versus to a guy who actually cares and is invested in you. Right. But what does the finishing last part mean? Because 
typically, I know you're going to answer this question and I'll give some advice after that, but typically it'd be the bad boy gets the girl first and the nice guy finishes last. Okay. So there's a bad boy, there's a good guy. Good guy's there. He's texting you back. He's loving you. He's asking you on dates, this and that. And he wants to treat you nice. Bad boy is like, I'll text you when I want to. He's off with this other girl. Okay, about, okay. Like, does that make sense? Yeah, that's but, what I thought it was. But yeah. it always confused me. Okay, so what's the question? So let me is read it again. Is it true that... So do girls, like, do girls like bad boys or is that just a myth? Do nice guys really finish last? Yes, girls like bad boys. It's true. <laughs> it's true. It's true. <laughs> they do. They like them. Because they can't have them or because they can have them, but they want to change them or they want to fix them or they want to be like, no, he's going to change for me. And you're like, bitch, no, he ain't. Yeah. Like, there's probably 14 girls saying he's going to change for me. So you're in line. Yeah. But girls do like bad boys because examples, they like to have fun. They drink. They get tattoos. They freaking it's like they're they're fun you know they they keep they you on the edge shit. of your seat yeah you're constantly you're constantly thinking. like what's gonna happen you're constantly like am like do they like me do oh my god are they looking oh my god like you know yeah and that's kind of that's like fun but then nice guys finish last because you don't want to always wonder if you're freaking boyfriend likes you or not yeah or if he's gonna be mad at you or if like like that's the last kind of relationship I want, but it's fun to date those people. But then nice guys finish last. Cause you want to marry a nice guy. You want to marry someone that knows that you're obsessed with them and, or vice versa, or like no, that, you know, just adores you and will take care of you and treat you right. Yeah. But you also want to marry like a nice bad boy, which yeah. is perfect. Well, that's what I, I have. I, Cutie. I, I, I think, have a nice bad boy. Oh, thanks, Here's the thing. I think, that you want to marry or be with someone in the long run, not all girls, but you know, a lot of girls who has that edge because like, yeah. if you're a pushover, like, and by the way, too, well, like, but a lot of girls like pushovers too. It just depends on the person. God, this is tough. Well, I think what it is, is like, you have to see the kind of girl you like and see if you fall into that category. Yeah. Cause the thing is, is like, you're, if I look at, a guy that is super, super into a really submissive kind of like, oh, yeah, whatever you say, honey. That's so not me. Yeah. I am so the opposite of that. So I would never go for a guy that would be like so bossy and tell me to do shit or like be weird to me. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? So I know the kind of guy that I'm going to go for. Yeah. Like, be aware of that. See well, the type of person that you might be right. Like, do you know do, what I mean? Do, do you know? I just realized, kind of like, and like, I think a sense of the bad boy thing is a dude who's so confident and independent. Not necessarily, not necessarily a badass. Yeah, but he's so confident and independent that if you don't text him back, he doesn't give a shit and he does his own thing. Yeah, but that's not really a bad boy. Why not? Because a guy who is so confident and independent, I'm doing that in air quotes because that dude is not confident. The guy who has to go out and get 500 chicks a night is not a confident good dude. He might be confident on the outside, but he's doing that because he has so many insecurities. Really? Yes. That person has deep-seated issues. <laughs> if you're Wait. fucking 50 chicks a night, no, you have a problem. That's not what I said. I know, but that's what that dude does. Well, not necessarily. Okay. I, I think there is that guy who does that. Right. But here's the thing. What do you label as a bad as, as as a bad boy? It's like this guy. Like uh, this question is difficult because who's the bad boy? Like there's not there's not just this is a bad boy and this is a good boy. There's a whole bunch of shit that crosses the line. Yeah. You can have a really good guy who has edge to him that like is a mix of a bad boy and a and a good boy. Uh, do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I, but I will say, well, I think we gave great advice on this. Anyways, I think so too, because everything I said was true. Yeah, no, it is true. Okay, this is a good one. Do guys generally still feel embarrassed to express their emotions slash feelings? I don't. I don't. But it's because I'm with the person that I love and I can talk to. 
Hi, cutie. Um, by the way, you guys, these questions are different for everybody. Like, you know, yeah. Every every relationship that I've been in has been with I, I've picked someone who's sweet and understanding, and I can I can share my emotions with. If you if a guy feels like they can't do that, they might not be with the right person. Yeah, that's kind of how I feel. But for me personally, like I don't know, I I don't care. I'll if I if I feel bummed out, I tell you. Yeah. Like I'll say, hey, I'm I'm not feeling good today. I'm feeling like a bum little pussy boy. <laughs> you know. Okay. This guy asks, for the love of God, what are the best ways to approach ladies at the gym? I think you should walk straight up to her and go, nice ass. Nice. And then smack her ass. Wow. No, definitely don't do that. Oh. Because you'll end up in gym jail. At the gym, huh? Well, the girl has to be giving you the eyes Mm. as well. Love this. You cannot just walk up to a girl that hasn't even looked at you. Because... Just no, you just can't. I I could not agree more. The last place I want, like you, first of all, you're so sweaty. You're not really like, like feeling or looking your best unless you've been to the gym every day for like five years. But like, if you're like at the gym, sweating, zero makeup on and you know, no one has good breath at the gym. Everyone has rank ass breath at the gym. Your freaking hairline is sweating. Sometimes it's sexy. Sometimes it's, eh, you know, for a girl, it's a questionable. Here's the thing. She has to look at you and give you the eyes that say, you can come talk to me. Mm-hmm. If she hasn't done that, then you do not approach. So let me ask you this. Okay. Give me an idea of what the eyes would be. The, okay. W- what's an idea? It's so, like, so like you're working out. Okay. And if you keep catching each other's eye yeah you keep catching her looking she keeps catching you looking and then maybe if you if you crack a smile and she cracks back you are good to go got it if she doesn't smile back then you're creepy got it she's then she's looking at you like stop looking at me see here's what i hate i would never approach a girl at the gym because that's their sacred place but to why be not? in. Why? Because they're supposed they're they're in their sports bra and their tight sweaty pants and they want to. They're there to work out. Okay. I know, but what if you never see this girl again and she's perfect? How do you know if she's perfect? Just the way she looks. Yeah, you're like, oh my god, she looks so cute, and you're you're behind her in line, and she's so sweet when she's checking in, and she's like, hey y'all, oh yeah, this is my new gym, and then she scans her little badge and she puts her little little nike free bag into her locker and she goes oh sorry i left my water bottle on the counter okay and then you're like oh here's your water bottle and she goes thanks in that case i got it to make her feel comfortable oh you slip her a note you give her a note with your number on it i fucking love a note and and you just say you just say hey i don't i don't want to bother you i think you're adorable and i'd love to take you out if you're up for it i just got goosebumps behind my ears and then you hand over a little note that says like Hi, I am Marty. And it's, I love and it, and and it has the phone number. I then love a note. She can text you if she wants to. When guys go up and say, "Let me get your number," I hate that's that. Too that's too invasive. You just nailed it on the freaking dick tip, right? That's you it. Huh? Nailed it. I love a note. Be polite. Keep it short. Don't bother them too much. But just kind of smile, compliment. I think you're adorable. And I sent many a notes in my day. Did you? Sorry, no- cutie. Hey. I'm a note sender. You're a note sender? Uh, one time I was at Sweet Greens and I flicked a note off my table and it landed in the guy's salad. Get out of here. I'm not joking. <laughs> I flicked landed him a note. Landed in his salad. I was, on the second, I was on the second level of this restaurant yeah. overlooking other tables. And this guy was sitting right below me and I was with Ryan Smale. I wrote my phone number on this thing and I said, I just wrote like, Hi, and my phone number, and I flicked a note, and it landed in his salad. And he looked up on the balcony, and then he waved, and then, bling, got a text. That's amazing. 
Got a text. Fli- you you note flicker. I'm a note You're flicker. You're a note flicking I'm son a of a gun. I'm a motherfucking note flicker. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think of cute ways that I've asked girls out. I, we don't I, need to know about that. Yes. Uh, hey, well, you used to, hey, you just told me your note flicking yeah, story. Yeah, I'm fucking. You just told me your note flicking story. Let me tell a story. Fine. Hey, you want to go out with me? Do you want to date? <laughs> Actually, to be honest, I can't think of any stories. Can I say something, though? I feel like girls approached you more often than you approached them. That is 100% true. I I did get... Yeah, why is that? I know I'm cute and shit, but like... you don't go up to girls, but you look at them. I look at them and I smile. I invite them. I look and I smile. I invite them in. You're like the sweaty girl at the gym. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm the sweaty sweaty girl at the gym. I invite with my eyes. Um, you crack a smile and you say, "Come on over, boys." You know what? I, we'll get it. We'll get into this story another time. You know why? Why? Because you loved me too much. Yeah, you True. couldn't. You couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. You for, didn't care for most of my for most of my Hollywood single life. Single life. Mm-hmm. I had feelings for Ariel, so I wasn't really interested. So instead, I let. Meanwhile, them... I'm flicking notes and dude salads. In, in... <laughs> so instead, I let all all the hot models run up to me and go, "You're so cute. Can I take you on a date?" I was like, "Yeah, babies, let's go." Oh. Mm. <laughs> then they left immediately. <laughs> <laughs> then they took off. <gasps> How come you're so cute? We're going to wrap this up. We're going to wrap uh, this up now. Hey, guys, Cutie, listen. you're so cute. Guys, I want to be honest with you. Cutie. Yes. Thank you for loving me. You're welcome. Thank you're you really for, cute. Thanks for loving me, too. Thanks for not talking to models at the gym. Well, if they say hi, I say hi back. Hey. But I don't go out with them. <laughs> I was very tired throughout this entire podcast. I was, too. Ex- I, we kept yawning. You know what, so you guys? I hope, the- <laughs> I hope you guys had fun. Here's the problem. Matt and I, Matt just ripped the biggest ass. I don't even know if you could hear that, but if you did. It smells fine. Keep going. God. So. Oh, it's not fine. Step away. It's not. Uh, just grab grab your mic. Well, grab your mic. I can't. Here. I can't go Here. far. I gotta go. I gotta go. I gotta, I gotta. Okay, so I wasn't expecting this to happen, but I did accidentally just rip a big fart. And now Ariel just ran from her mic. Should I, should I? Okay, guys, I'm just saying we love you so much. Thanks for listening to Riled Up, and we'll see you guys next time. Toodaloo.